When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. They played teams that I think they underestimated. Guys who were not NBA players, they respected them, the NBA players, but the ones who aren't in the NBA, they didn't know about. So that kid, the, the dude 42 from Germany went off on him, hit that big three. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch the Canada game, but you let Dylan, Dylan Brooks go for 39. I'm like, it's a pride thing. And I think once, and then the Lithu- I watched the Lithuania game, and Lithuania hit a lot of big shots. And it's just like, that was, these teams are game planning. They're not afraid of the United States anymore, especially. They're not afraid of Austin Reeves and Brandon Ingram. They're not afraid of those guys. The A-List Podcast is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the A-List Podcast. I am Fonny Lunas. Ashra Blakely, Gary Washburn, they're all here. I want to talk about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum being respectively Cape Haitian and Cape Verdean, but we will not derail. The, Gary's face is so confused. I am maybe... Why is she throwing that bomb out there and just walking away? No, don't there? do that, Kwani. I'm chronically on the internet. So, okay, I am going... Only reason I'm going on this little rant is because some people that listen are actually millennials like myself that understand this. But well, why she got to put a thing into it, Gary? Why can't she just speak? She's like, I know, like, what's up with that? But go ahead. Like, there what are is this some theory? people in Black Boston Twitter that <laughs> have BBT. adopted Jalen Brown into the Haitian community. And respectively, Jason Tatum has also been adopted by the Cape Verdeans. Cape Verdeans. <laughs> very big populations here in Massachusetts. Yes. And I think it actually plays very well. So I just needed to use my platform to make sure that I wanted to say, I see you guys and I agree with you. I do think that this should be a thing. <laughs> I don't even know what this being a thing means. I don't know. Yeah. It's just them being adopted by the community. What that I mean? For the record. So, like, we'll take Jalen Brown into the community. Does, does that get them some, like, like discounts or something? That no, that it's go, just like, you know, you know it's, there's always a connection. Like, someone that you could, like, you, Gary, love being from California. Now you're in the ACC. You're Cal Berkeley. Sherrod, you love being from Syracuse, even though it's a terrible school. Like, everyone takes pride yeah, in little exactly. things that make you get a connection. So I think for the people that... Yeah, think, and you connect with BC because what exactly is BC? Yikes. I really just uh, threw myself under the bus with that one. You did. But I just wanted to address the internet because the internet... To your friends. On a record. Yes, very much my friends. <laughs> but on a serious note, now that I got that off my chest, we can talk about some basketball. First of all, as you both know, the Paris Olympics are slowly creeping up but before we get to the context of that team usa 
embarrassed than us <laughs> in front on a world stage at FIBA. Germany ends up winning two former Celtics on that team, which apparently prompted LeBron James to call the Avengers and unite the team now. To- Wonder to empower the <laughs> Exactly. To go to Paris. And there was is a whole, I don't know if you guys want to get into the commentary of whether or not the NBA players are the best in the world. I know you you guys saw um, the the trolling behind that. But first of all, just FIBA itself, what do you make of the fact that the Team USA obviously didn't send the best of the best from the U.S. for that game, for that, sorry, for that whole entire series. But now Germany is the winner and we're kind of playing catch up when you think about the way USA basketball is being portrayed. Well, it's consistent with what we do and what we've been doing for a number of years. We treat the FIBA World Cup as if it's like, you know, the consolation JV game and the Olympics is the varsity and we bring out the varsity players. You look at the players playing for Canada, playing for Germany. Those players are not just really good. They're like the best that country has to offer. Like if you start going down the Rolodex of players in Germany and you look at Dennis Schroeder, he's probably at or near the top of that list. Uh, Certainly in top three, top four. You look at the Team USA, I don't know if there's a single player that was on that fight, that, that Team USA team that just got smoked, that you put in your top 10. Nope. Uh, and and that and to me, that's the difference. You are facing the world's best players in their respective countries against your B team. Uh, maybe your B minus team, if, if you're keeping it 100. I mean, on, on that, that team USA, I think Anthony Edwards might be the only guy, maybe Austin Reeves might be the only guys that you could see making the top 12. Because mm-hmm. Anthony will probably be in a rotation coming off the bench. Reeves probably wouldn't play. And he can play. Yeah. He can absolutely ball. So to me, it's not surprising that they go out there and get smoked because they're not bringing in their guys who can bring the heat. Um, but LeBron, as only LeBron will do, will just say, fellas, fellas, fellas. Let's do our country a service. Let's, let's do our let's do our thing. Uh, I really don't want to see him in the next Olympics. Um, I, I don't. I he is it's like, thank you for your service. Yeah. We are appreciative. Now, to to paraphrase what he told his mama back in the day, sit your ass down. <laughs> That's what I feel about LeBron right now in the Olympics. Sit your, let these other cats ball. To that point, though, that has been the commentary, even with the W players, when you think about the opportunity that it's a once in a lifetime for some. Obviously, a player like LeBron or KD, they'll get maybe two or three opportunities in their lifetime. But the onus, do you think the onus is on him to, to kind of bow out, which he wouldn't do, to bow out and say, let me, you know, let the next man up take the opportunity? Or nah, ego won't let him. But that's all the league wouldn't let him. No, his ego wouldn't oh, let him. Oh, just about. Yeah. When he sees how they struggle, you know, Le- LeBron, he low-key has a super Superman complex. Of course. Uh, wants to come and save the day. Our poor... The humble. Wayward. You're poor, you're humble, you're... Humble. The, Austin, look, Austin, listen. You tried, young fella. You tried. Good try. Good, good try. Let, let Big Daddy handle this. I got this. Hey, Tatum, um, you... You, you, all right, super friends. Let's go. We got this. We'll we'll be back by dinner time with the gold medal. So don't so you know you don't wait up. We'll be back though. We'll be back. It, it, it's 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 such a it's it's a LeBron production waiting to be produced. Uh, and I, I'm curious what Gary's thoughts are though on, on your boy LeBron. Well, I think that LeBron wants to play kind of a Kobe role that Kobe had in the 08 Redeem team. Mm. I think he's he's I don't see LeBron out there playing 
you know, it's a 40 minute game out there playing 33 minutes a night against, you know, Montenegro. I think he'll play kind of a old man, sit on it, just chill. Like remember Jason Kidd played in I think a 12 team, like, or in, in, in Kobe in the 018, just being like the old head emeritus and, and, and him saying, because let's be honest, you're not going to get Curry, Durant, um, Tatum, Chris Paul without the other guys, right? So I think LeBron takes the role of, hey, I'm just going to get these guys together. We're going to put our best team out there, smoke these fools, and then come back with the gold medal. Because I think, unfortunately for this team, it wasn't put together well. They expected a lot out of particular players who did not perform. Jaron Jackson Jr. couldn't stay out of foul trouble. Brandon Ingram was useless. Um, uh, Jalen Brunson is not a point guard. He's a two guard. And the USA threw him in as a starting point guard where they probably should have started um, Halliburton from Indiana. And then, like, they they were – Kerr refused to play a big lineup. So they got constantly pounded and out, rebounded. And then they played teams that I think they underestimated. Guys who were not NBA players, they respected them, the NBA players, but the ones who aren't in the NBA, they didn't know about. So that kid, the the dude 42 from Germany, went off on him, hit that big three. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch the Canada game, but you let Dylan Brooks go for 39. Like, it's a pride thing. And I think once... And then the Lith- Lith- I watched the Lithuania game, and Lithuania hit a lot of big shots. And it's just like that was these teams are game planning. They're not afraid of the United States anymore, especially they're not afraid of Austin Reeves and Brandon Ingram. They're not afraid of those guys. They might be a little afraid of Tatum and Brown and Durant and Curry and all. Yeah, that's going to cause some some issues, right? But this team, they weren't afraid of them. And I think they were poorly coached. And despite the fact that the coaching staff was Steve Kerr, Tyron Lou, Eric Spolster, and Mark Few. I mean, it's like, staggering the amount of great coaches they had in that staff. And they weren't well coached. I mean, they inbounds plays. They like didn't even defend two two games, two plays against Germany. One, uh, they threw it in the three seconds left in the clock. They threw it into Wagner, one-on-one, hits a 15-footer. A few minutes later in the key stretch, Daniel Tice, our friend, mm-hmm. uh, catches My dude. Yeah, catches a gets an open 15 footer. And Daniel Tice looked like, you know, Daniel Tice that he looked like Dirk Nowitzki <laughs> in the damn game. It was like, we ain't seen that Tice ever. Yeah. But he 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 hits a pull up 15 footer with four seconds up. No one guarded him. Like it was big giving plays. pro-am. Yeah, like, big plays. Yeah. Big plays and just like defense terrible defense so they need do they need their best players and then i just think there was guys who weren't on that team john morant now do you invite him given all the trouble he's been in trey young still ain't played like there's dudes who would probably like i would have played but y'all didn't holler at me you know why not trey young you know um some of those guys you know brandon ingram just doesn't seem like he was into it it was just like he just he wasn't starting. Anthony Edwards, great player, took a lot of bad shots, yeah. took a lot of hero ball shots because he was just like, I'm the man on this team. He I'm was about a hero, be, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to be Kobe. I'm, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. three, 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 D. You know, it's like 
They never got a knockdown three-point shooter. I guess Cameron Johnson never really developed into that guy. So it was a really not Grant Hill's best job. Hopefully he'll do better compiling a team. And I get it. It's three weeks or a month commitment. you got to go to the Philippines. You're missing you know, a good chunk of your summer. So you, it's some guys just going to be, no, nah, man, I want to be my kids. I want to travel. I got a trip planned here. I am not committing that for no World Cup. Like, nah, it takes us getting embarrassed for some of these guys to be like, all right. Remember the 19 team with Kimba and Marcus Martin? That team finished seventh. Yeah. Right? There so, I mean, this is, this is nothing new. And, and those teams, other teams played harder. But for LeBron, I don't blame him for doing this. I think everybody knows, okay, we're going to have to bring our best guys. Are y'all down? Then it's Paris. It's a great city. You know, Japan was hard sell for some folks because it was right during, right after the pandemic. There was a lot of limitations. There'll be no limitations. It's Paris. Um, And then let's be honest, the French are going to be loaded with probably Wimbayama um, they're going to be, you know, Axe Grind Canada is going to be there. Fournier on that French team. Yeah, Germany is Germany, Serbia. Like, you know, there's going to be some teams that are like looking to to get at the United States. So <laughs> it's going to be a competitive tournament. So if I'm LeBron, I have no problem with him trying to get the guys together. But I don't think it's like okay, I'm the star, and all y'all go. Like, I think he might play that kind of like advisory, like old man role, like. I'll come in and help when it counts, um, like Kobe did in 08. Yeah. I just think the, the big one of the big concerns I have is that Grant Hill, LeBron James, whoever you think is putting the next team together, is going to take this fantasy league mentality and putting together, taking like, he's a really good player. Because I think this, this Fiverr team, from a fantasy league standpoint, they should have smoked the competition. Uh, you got scores. You got guys who are athletic, but to your point, Gary, you got you got some players that have the kind of flaws that get exposed in these type of international competitions. Mm-hmm. Like Jaron Jackson, the defensive player of the year, he's a foul magnet. He, he's one of the NBA's leaders in fouls per minute play. You can't keep. He's a good player when he's on the floor, but the problem is he doesn't keep himself on the floor. And you look at a lot of the fouls he commits; they're stupid fouls. Mm-hmm. They're just being out of position, being lazy, trying to make plays when all you need to do is make your presence felt. You don't need to make the play. He's horrible at that. Uh, And that's a guy that this team was counting on, which, again, Mm -hmm. that's a little scary. The other thing, too, and and, and this is uh, this is just me, but I'm not a big fan of Steve Kerr as a coach of this team. I'm not at all. I would rather see Spolstra coaching his team. I'd rather see a guy who has a track record of team building on the fly at the highest levels. He's way better at that than Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr got handed, what, three, four Hall of Famers in like a four-year period? It's kind of hard to screw that up. I give Steve credit for not screwing it up, but it's not that hard to win when – it's a game that's played with 10 players at a time and four of the top six are on your team that you're going to win more than you, than you're not. Uh, you look at the teams that Eric Spolcher has been put together. Um, he's won with some pretty mediocre teams. The Celtics know that firsthand. You look at that roster that sent them home. There's no way to hell you should lose a series to the fools, but they played better. And a lot of the, the, the keys to their, their success lie in Spolcher. So, so 
that to me, their team, they're, they're, they were flawed on two fronts. Coach, their leadership and the way they're they're put together. They just too, it's just too fantasy league friendly. Uh, you need guys who can play, not guys who put up stats. But all of that to say that now that the way everything has played out, Noah Lyles calling out NBA players saying that, you know, the champs are the best in the world. And then FIBA, they move it, losing the FIBA tournament. I just, now I'm just kind of concerned about Paris. I know that sounds dramatic because they are going to still send the best players in the world. But I think that being said, these other countries, we already know that people think the U.S. were pretentious and, you know, there's all these stereotypes about who Americans are, but I feel like the other teams are going to come hungrier than they probably have ever come before, just in light of the, I think, the events of the past few weeks. I could be wrong, but what do you two think? Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday tickets from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and much more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. I think, I think it's going to be uh, totally... Um, a tough tournament. France is going to have something to say. Germany feels like they can beat them. Canada is going to be there. And then Serbia is always tricky team, always a good quality club. And then, you know, you got to, I mean, Australia has had their star power. We'll see what they do. Don't forget about Canada. Yeah, there's going to be four and there's four more open spots for the qualifying. So who knows whether it be might be Italy or um, Montenegro or Lithuania. One of those teams are probably going to qualify. It'll be another tough out. Right. Because you got four more spots open. I think you got a a South American because we don't we have not heard anything from Argentina. What kind of team they're going to feel? They've always been, you know, they beat the United States almost twenty years ago. Australia doing, yeah. Australia's in there, you know. So there's four more spots open for qualifying over over into next year. So I think, yeah, like these teams are not afraid of the United States, but also the United States isn't respecting the World Cup. I know Jerry Colangelo really tried to get the get teams and then you know you get young hungry players who want to invest the time like Jalen Brusson postponed or got married two months early so he could play like some of these guys brought their family newborn kids and things like that because they because you're asking these guys very knocking on the door of the NBA season to commit three to four weeks and be you're not going to be in the United States you're going to be in Philippines that's not attractive to some of these guys right but there is a load of NBA players that you could have probably brought. You could have brought Ja. You could have, you, know, you got to figure out, uh, do you bring, could, should you have asked Zion Williamson if he was healthy? Like there's a bunch of guys who will play on this team. I, I don't know. Like, and I just think that this is another thing where it becomes an opportunity. And some of these guys aren't ready. You know, Paolo Banchero was, should he have been on that team? Walker Kessler should he have been on that team? Uh, and as as much as I as much as I like Austin Reeves, he was a defensive liability. 
you know, but he, you know, I'm saying Cameron, Cam Johnson, like some of these guys are good NBA players, but they're not stars. Some of them will never be all stars. So you're throwing them out there against teams who have played together for 15 years since they were, since they were in youth leagues, the Germany, Germany, those all these guys all know each other. Like they've played together for it's it's insulting if they don't play for their national team. Mm-hmm. So they play, you know, and then who knows what happened with Dominican Republic almost qualified. They got Carthy Towns. He played this year. Like they got there's going to be players. Like this is a big deal. So they need to organize a team now. They need to start getting commitments. It's less than a year away. It's in late July, you know. So they got to make they got to make some stuff happen. And is Jay, you know, I would assume Jason will be interested in going. He, I think he loved the experience of winning a gold medal. He's the second best player in that team in Japan. Jalen didn't get a chance to go because of his wrist surgery. He didn't. So, and, and somebody tweeted, I think it was Rudy Gay, like, hey, man, y'all need to start having tryouts again. Y'all need I to go at him. Yeah, like, like, he was like, y'all got to, st- y'all got to quit handing out certificates to this I thing. Y'all got to start. Y'all got to start going, bringing in 30 guys for 12 seats and, and going at each other. And maybe that's the maybe that's the the solution to the problem. I think it is, Gary, because, I mean, you think back to almost every Olympic team from like basically 80, 92 going backwards. There was a competition where someone emerged that we had never heard of, like some dude named Dan Marley from freaking Central Michigan back in the day. No one knew who the hell he was until he started dunking on fools left and right at the Olympic trials. The next thing you know, he's an Olympian and he's an NBA player who, if it wasn't for an opportunity to try out and compete against the best, we don't know how good he would have been. U.S. needs to get back to that. You need to create competition and and, and stop in this good try, good effort, you're on a team stuff. Uh, I don't care what you did in the 82 game season on that team that was 24 and 58. It don't matter. What can you do when you are in a, you got to go the way you do AAU. When you, when you go against the best players all day, multiple days, and typically that's where the top five, top 10 stand out. The next top 10, top 10 come out. And so then you get a clear indicator of what type of talent you're dealing with, how that, that talent works with each other. And basically you get a better understanding of what you need to do to put together a team that can win. Cause you can put together good players easily. Anyone can do that. But can you put together a team? Can you put together 10, 15 cats who can ball out as a team and not just ball out and get their stats. That's what they need to get back to doing. Cause that ain't happening now. Um, guys just showed up and they just said, I want a team. Yup. Okay. Yeah. Boom. What? I mean, come on. Nowhere else in life does that work that way. So I like you too. No. But we were talking about Germany. Two of we said two of our former friends of the city, Tyson Schroeder, showed out for their team. Would you want to see either of them back here in Boston? (laughs) I'm so Gary Gary's like, hell no. That's what that look was for going. He was like. Shooter was not his friend. Gary, Gary went all Bobby Portis on us right there. You see that? Not Bobby Portis. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Listen. Yo, not Bobby catching straight. I love DP. Sorry, and Bobby, Bobby was balling out, by the way. True. He was balling out a little bit. No, I, I, I don't think either one of those guys would be a good it fit now. Tice, I just don't think has anything to offer that you could really benefit from over any extended period of time. 
Uh, and Schroeder, I just think that ship sailed. Um, I just think that when a cat leaves the kind of dough on the table that he did, you sign him for basically like a just a sliver of that, and you still trade him in midseason. There's there's something not quite right. There's a fit that you don't see happening there, and the fact that you know his coach at the time, Brad Stevens, is now the GM. <laughs> he would team. easily have made that call. Yeah, you ain't coming back. So and and and, and you it's know, sure, Dennis is a good player. Um, I think he showed a lot of people that. He's not just a good basketball player. He can actually lead a team. All right. Well, moving on, the NBA 2K ratings are officially out. I don't know how much stock you two take into them. They just seem like social media conversation starters. But for those who didn't get a chance to look at them, Tatum is a 95. Brown is an 89. Porzingis, a few points behind him with 86. Brogdon's pretty high up there with 83. And Horford, White, and Williams all have 82 scores in nba 2k what are your reactions what does this mean for the 18th banner <laughs> i got my thoughts but i really want to be here with gary that's what i want to know uh i don't know man i don't like i don't, I don't know, who, know man who oh, no. judges these oh, come on man who judges these things um I, I guess the players get into that. Like I know the, the NFL players really get into their rating and are be insulted or be, you know, thinking that's too low. Um, but I just want to see what this team does on the court. Um, you know, let's see what happens with Malcolm Brogdon, whether he's healthy. Uh, you know, it's a couple of weeks before media day, before camp kicks off, right? And we there's still a lot of things we don't know about this team that has been kept quiet, or we'll see what happens if anything gets done before uh you know, the, the whole training camp thing kicks off. You know, there's a couple of free agents out there, things like that. But um, I'm not bold over. Obviously, Tatum's their best player. He should be a 95. I'm sure he's trying, like, why am I not a 99? I don't know who is a 99. You know, is it Giannis? Is it Jokic? So I'm sure I'd be intrigued to see their scores, their ratings. Uh, what is LeBron? You know, but I think it's a good start. And in Brown, yeah, B plus 89. A lot of things he can work on to become that A plus player. Um, so I, I'm not insulted. I think the ratings are fine. Uh, sounds sounds okay. We'll see if they can live up to those ratings. Luca, Jokic, and LeBron are all 97. That's the highest. Wow. From last. Oh, that's earlier in April though. This year, Giannis is 97 at the highest. Steph 96. Jokic 96. Durant 96 as well. That was such a PR answer, though. That's why I was laughing the whole time. You it really was. just was like, I'm focused on the season. Yeah, like, I'll, I'm just, I'm I'll just not to get Right. I'm going to play <laughs> okay, 2K. Marshall. I'm not into this 2K phase. What I found out you went to high school with Nia, and I know you went to call, you went to school with Marshawn, so <laughs> you just I think I go to school with Marshawn. I went to college. No, no, you, you go from, sorry, some in the same neighborhood. Or yeah, I went, to, I went to college with Snell Lathan, yes. Wait, and what? high school would be along. Every two seconds, I learned something. Everybody cool. knew this. Anybody else? Anybody? Not the scoop. You I thought everybody to, knew you this. Went to law school with Barack Obama. What about Brenda? Yeah. Huh? Who Brenda? Oh yeah, Regina King also went to high school. Yes. Are you, know? you serious? Yes. You're yes. done. I'm. I, you know yes. what? Trust, I have trust issues now. <laughs> Regina King ran track at Westchester High School. Yes. Yep. What? 
So wow, I wish yeah. I went to Westchester High School just for a lot of people do it because it, it was Westchester had a lot <laughs> going on. Westchester had a lot going on. I was not privy to those things. I was not a uh, you know Yeah, I was not a popular kid in high school. I was kind of in the middle, but yeah, yeah it's we, okay. Uh, You're popular now. Yeah, we had we had uh, actors, actresses. Tim Story, who who directed the first uh, Barber Shop, yeah. went to uh, Westchester. Like, there's a lot of people that, yeah, a lot of a lot of very stars. People have done great things. So I have then, one degree of separation to all of these stars now. And obviously, obviously Berkeley, you know. So, oh, but yeah. I, had, I had an Afro Afro American Studies class with Sonali then um, during my final year of school. So yeah, we all friends. We talked. We were like classmates. It wasn't like we was homies. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I I got so much to say, Corny, that we just don't got enough time for me to say all I got. We don't have time. You had all you you had Tay Diggs, right? That was your Tay Diggs. I went to college with Tay Diggs. Yeah. 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 I have no one. I don't think I I have Tay Diggs. I got got dude named Dorsey Levis, who was all pro running back at Green Bay Packers. Come on now. I, got, I have I Luke Keekley. Does that count? I got Luke Keekley. Oh, Luke <laughs> oh yeah, the linebacker. Yeah, yeah well, that's very good. I thought she was going to say Bill Curley. <laughs> no, <laughs> a little before me. Well, Reggie, Jack- uh, Reggie Jackson. Uh, Reggie Jackson. Reggie, I miss Reggie by a, like a few, a lot of years. Yeah, BC doesn't so seem to, you know. We don't have that much going on. We had Justin Simmons, who plays for the Broncos now. These are all like defensive players, yeah. That we don't have famous people. Is that well that I went to school with at least one day? They got you. One day Kwani. I'll be the famous person. Yeah, that? that's you. There you go. They got you, Kwani. The most famous person I know. That's so sad. Anyway, thanks for sharing that, Gary. Wow, he's opening up to us. He likes us. Yeah, I didn't think that was like I've told people that before. I don't like it's not broadcast it. Yeah, it's not like conversation started, but yeah, like. uh it's a long time ago, but yeah, like if you look at my you look at my yearbook, Nia's in it. Oh, that's cool. Then, yeah, so yeah, that's a long time ago, but yeah, we all Los Angeles produced a lot of pretty amazing people. So um, I'm trying to see a yearbook. <laughs> I can't. Wait I'd have to find my yearbook. Maybe I'll bring it. It's at home. It's a, it, it's your, around here somewhere. The, let me let me know when you ready to start looking for Gary. I'll help. Yeah, I don't look for it. I don't look to my yearbook very often, so I'd have I'll to. Help. Find it might even be my mama's house. I don't know. It might be here. I think it's. I think it's somewhere call, here. Let me. I, I, let me call her up and see. I can, yeah, I can check. call my mom up and see. <laughs> this is what happens when you share stuff like that. I get it. I get why you don't share it often. Understood. But understood. Yeah, that's the that's the story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Well, good that, idea. That's all I got. I mean, we our guy Bobby Manning. He reported the Celtics signed Taylor Funk from Utah. On a ten day, that's not really exhibit ten. Yeah, oh, sorry. Exhibit ten contract. That's just a training yeah. camp invite. Which I mean, I got one too, so I'm also gonna be exhibiting <laughs> my skills. I'm kidding. Sorry, no offense to Taylor Funk, but that's not really breaking news. That's just more of a little nugget for y'all to take home and chew on. Yeah, they got tw- I think twenty one players can come to camp, mm-hmm. so they'll have you know. They have guys, right. they, have, they share guys in there. Our friend Jay Scrub and um, JD Davidson, you know, they'll they'll have yeah. those guys in there. So it should be an interesting camp. A quite I do literal think, exhibit. 
Yeah, I do think they need one more player, but um, they need to get, add somebody. But we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. But um, it, it's their year, I think. I mean, honestly, people keep asking, what do you think? If there's a year for them to do it, this is it. The window. Yeah. I mean, the window is here, and it's going to be hard. I mean, the Lakers are loaded, and but the East, Philadelphia got problems. Um. Brooklyn's not quite there. Milwaukee, Giannis just said he don't know if he's going to extend. He wants to see the future of the team, and they got a first-year coach. Uh, Miami has done nothing this offseason. They lost Gabe Vincent. They lost Max Struess. Um, you know, I think they brought in, like, Thomas Robinson, brought in a couple of smaller guys. But if the Celtics <laughs> – Charlotte is a hot mess. Yeah, oh, <laughs> What That's can you explain that, Kwani? Can you explain that whole thing with Kai Jones? What he was saying? One. Oh, so that one. Okay, so I I knew he was Bahamian, but he Bahamian. That's people from Bahamas. But when I saw the video, it looked like he was on something. But again, this is not. I don't want to just like. I'm. I don't like assumptions. He could have just been really excited, but he basically went on live and was like, "Yeah, I just talked to management, and it sounds like I'm not going to get cut." Blah blah blah. But it was a lot of excitement on top of an accent. People in the comments thought he was like on Percocets. Like that's what the comments were saying. So it was just a lot going on. And I just think that there needs to be a more streamlined way to help them realize that you just don't need to tell everyone everything on social media. I get it. He's Gen Z. So like now I feel like old head where it's like, you know, you don't have to put everything on the internet. Some conversations that you have, I get it. He was excited, but... He's just a little too active online. And as you know, the entire roster, I just feel like they're they have their all own personal issues at this point. That's for sure. A lot going on in the offseason. He's glad my boy T Rose getting paid. We're happy for him. We do, we are very happy Ooh. for Terry Rozier. My boy oh. T Rose. <laughs> yeah, they're, Get they're, that boy. that's an interesting team. But yeah, I, I said before the Celtics, this is the year if they're gonna do it. I mean, it's, you know, it's there for them. I don't see another team in the East that's as good. I say with Philadelphia having their issues, Milwaukee, we don't know what's going to happen with them. Is age going to start kicking in? So we'll see. But I think I, I think it's going to be an exciting season. And I think over the next couple of weeks, you know, they'll do the kind of uh, folks will start reporting to Boston and they'll start playing a little bit together and start getting some runs in and, Guys will start showing up from vacations and it just sounds like know, they've family been doing stuff. already, which is cool. Yeah, they you know, those pictures of Horford working out already. Is back in, you know, working out in Boston, and obviously we all know the Tatum and Pierce workouts, and Jalen's been working out doing so. I mean, if there's a year, this is it. First full year for Missoula in terms of having, you know, this would be interesting. But Got a pocket um, full of timeouts. He's he's good. <laughs> but that's that's you know i'm sorry gary i didn't mean to talk about your boy like that my bad my bad i apologize <laughs> you ain't gonna say nothing but a word I, i'm good with, i think i'm good with joe me and joe are good it should be a good into we'll get a golf to a fresh start and we'll see if there's any changes to his philosophy timeouts three-point philosophy we'll see yeah. We'll see the impact that Charles Lee and Sam Cassell will have on him. I think that would be interesting to watch. Mm -hmm. Well said, Gary. Well said.
Election 24, Gary Washburn. <laughs> That's my president. Mr. Politician. <laughs> well, as always, we appreciate y'all for sticking with the shenanigans, listening to the podcast, supporting, sharing. If you enjoyed this episode and you haven't shared the podcast with a Celtics fan yet, feel free to do so. But until next week, I'm Connie Lunas, H. Rod Blakely, Gary Washburn. This is the A-List Podcast, and thank you for listening. New FanDuel customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube at YouTube TV. Ever wish you could navigate the betting field with the confidence of a pro? Enter Odds Are. They're not a sports book, but they're the sports betting advisor you always needed. It's like having a playbook for smarter bets right in your pocket. I've been absolutely loving the experience, and I think you will too. Especially since Celtics All Access listeners get a 30-day free trial. Elevate your game day and join the smart betting revolution. Go get it at oddsr.com slash Celtics. That's oddsr.com slash Celtics.